Welcome to another episode here of the Giant Take Podcast. I am Josh and I am joined by my co-host Alex. I'm already losing track of numbers, so I'm not even going to try and attempt the episode number, although I'm going to try and attempt the episode number. I'm going to go with like 148. I know we're close to that 150 mark, but I'm going to go 148 here. Uh, again, I, I think I said this already too. I'm just repeating stuff at this point. I'm Josh and I'm joined by my co-host Alex. Uh, we are two diehard Giants fans giving you all the Giants content throughout the season. We do recaps, reactions, and previews here at Giants games. Off-season content. This is going to be our, or this is our technically third off-season uh, in this, but second because we did start like at an off-season point, but second, like fully covering the off-season, and we're really excited to do so. In this episode, you can probably tell by the title or the description, we're going to be talking about the first press conference delivered by the Giants' new head coach, Brian Dable, former offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills. And in that press conference, it came out before Dable confirmed it, that if... um. Defensive coordinator of the New York Giants, Patrick Graham, is not a head coach. You know, if he's not hired as a head coach for another team, which, which would just be the Vikings, it looks to be right now. They're the only team that is uh, is interviewing uh, Graham for a head coaching position. If he does not get hired as a head coach, the Giants will keep him, bring him back for another season with Brian Dable as the defensive coordinator of the New York Giants. I'm very happy about that. We'll find out how Alex feels about it because I'm going to bring him in right now. I'm going to loop you in, Alex, on the fishing rod. Alex, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm very excited to be here on episode 149 of the Giant Take podcast. Next episode's 150. I don't know what to say. A little bit of a milestone. I there. guess it's a milestone. A yeah. Well, like when it, you you don't, I don't like, like those milestone. numbers. I hate it, it was, I hate people who do that. It's our hundredth episode. Well, well okay, a hundred was pretty special though. I think you can admit that. Yes. But like when we did like. But after that, you're like, okay, no, nothing until a thousand. I won't celebrate. <laughs> we have to <laughs> wait till a million, a thousand. That's one it. Mi- one millionth episode. <laughs> so, uh, we'll, we'll get into your thoughts on Patrick Graham and this Brian Dable uh, first press conference. So, I want to talk. Well, I guess I'm going to talk about um, Graham because you brought it up. I was about to say I was going to talk about Dable, but then I was like, well, you did ask me to talk about this, so I guess I'll go that way first. I am. And mixed thoughts about Graham. I like Graham a lot. I think he's a talented defensive mind. I think he's a good mind. But what I am just struggling with is there's some really good options out there. There's Don Martindale. There's Vic Vangio. There's some other guys who are more qualified, I think, than Graham. I do understand. Like, I'm not mad at Graham staying. I think Graham's a good defensive coordinator. And I think part of the reasons that we played those soft zones and, you know, what, which annoyed Giants fans so much is because of Joe Judge and his conservative nature. So I'm not exactly, uh, a, you know, I'm, I'm a Pat Graham supporter. I'm not a Pat Graham hater. I'm, I'm a Pat Graham supporter. I'm in the Pat Graham fan club, but I'm just not like a top tier member. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, if Vic Vangio came in here. I, I would just unsubscribe from my, you know, the Pat, uh, Pat Graham fan club and it wouldn't be an issue. That's kind of my feelings on it. With the Minnesota job, if he does get that, he is apparently in the finalists, the final four uh, candidates. If he does get that job, the Giants will receive two third-round comp picks in the 2023 NFL draft, which cur- certainly could be nice if you're looking at it like that, right? You get two uh, third-round comp picks, 
And then you bring in a guy like Vangio, a guy like Martindale, who are just as good of a defensive coordinator, if not better, and you're uh, sitting pretty. You know, Alex, uh, I don't want you to move on from that Patrick Graham fan club so quickly because you moved on from it. You should mention that you're such a big Patrick Graham fan that you want him to get a job as an NFL head coach uh, throughout the league. I mean, we've been talking about this. I think he was a really good defensive coordinator for this Giants team as well as his other positions that he's had with other teams, including the Dolphins. That's the one that comes to the top of my head that he deserves an NFL head coaching job somewhere. Yeah, I'd say that. I think he deserves it, but not a, that's not as much my concern besides the comp picks, of course, which, you know, I'm sure most Giants fans are, are a bit giddy about if you think about it. But I'd say I'd like to keep him here because I think he's young. He, you know, he's developing as a coach as well with a Vangio, with a Martindale. You're not really getting a developing guy. You know, he's kind of where he's at and he's not really going to become a better coach. I think Pat Graham, he, you know, the players respect him here. It would be nice to have some stability for some of these younger defensive players like McKinney, uh, like Aaron Robinson, like Ojolari to have that same defensive coordinator. So I'm not really against it. I, let's just say this. I won't be like furious either way. I will be furious if they don't go, if they, if Pat Graham leaves and then we don't hire a qualified candidate, that would be something I'd be upset about, but I don't think we'd do that. So I, I'm kind of, neutral all around. I'm not usually neutral about anything, so this is pretty big. I'm okay with whatever happens. Well, I just said I wouldn't be okay with whatever happens, but mostly okay with whatever happens. Well, I think that uh, with Dable in charge, he talked about, you know, he didn't give anything away. Uh, There was a question in the press conference about staff on the offensive side of of things, I I believe. And he said, we're going to keep that, you know, I'm not going to expose any of that yet. And he made sure to keep him himself contained when talking uh, about his staff. He doesn't want to make any claims besides the Patrick Graham one. He came right out and said that that they would keep him if he's not uh, on a head, you know, uh, somewhere else as a uh, head coach. But the offensive coordinator he kept on the down low. There, there were he just didn't want to confirm anything with his staff uh, besides Patrick Graham. It seemed to me. Uh, like that was the case. We, we can go into some other things here, Alex, uh, from the press conference. I don't know how you kind of want to organize this. Well, you mentioned Pat Graham and, you know, we're talking about Pat Graham. You're like, wait, what happened? How is Pat Graham DC? Who knows? Like, did someone say anything? Uh, there was a quote from Brian Dable, uh, in the press conference, which we'll play now. There was a report out there a few minutes ago that uh, you're going to be keeping Patrick Graham unless he gets a head coaching job. It, first of all, is that accurate? And then what, do, what are your impressions of Pat from afar and also from having worked with him in New England? Yeah, that's accurate. Um, I've had a good relationship with Pat for some time in this league. Very diligent. He's smart. I think the players respect him. He understands different defenses. Uh, and I have a good working relationship with him. I did when I was back in, in, at New England. Uh, certainly we hope you know that he has an opportunity to become a head coach I think that's everybody's dream but selfishly I would I would love him to be here uh, he offers a lot to our program I think he'd be a great support system for me and just uh, I'm hoping that that works out so that's our Pat Graham announcement kind of thing from Brian Dable and uh, as you can see he's all nicely suited up in that suit it's you know there's no controversies about the outfit this time came in the pickup truck <laughs> think everything's okay. Yeah, yeah everyone, uh, it's, it seemed to to be like everyone knew, including myself, that uh, Pat Graham was going to, Pat Graham, excuse me, that Brian Dable was going to show up in that blue, I think it was a Chevy, 
uh, this morning, the pickup truck drove through the storm. Look at the commitment uh, by the new Bills or the the new Giants uh, head coach. And uh, another another good thing here, you know, Alex, you added in a sign of the times to the New York Giants in hopefully the right direction. We did not have Mister Good Old John Mara, although. You know, he, he made sure to get his comments out there thinking he was funny. He can't help oh, we'll himself. Get to that. He needs to be in the spotlight. We'll, we'll get to that a little later. The good thing was Joe Shane, the future of the New York Giants, when it comes to the GM, the future of the, the GM position, the general manager position for the team, introduced the new head coach, Brian Dable, with the you know right to do so. He was involved in the hiring of this guy along with John Marin. Chris Morrow, the interviewee, you know, the interviewers of the um, of the head coaching candidates when thanking the team. Dable thanked, I think it was Steve, right? He said, thank you, Steve, John, Joe and Chris, alluding to Steve Tish, John Mara, Joe Shane and Chris Mara. I right? I think that was, I think those were the guys he thanked when getting the position. I'm not sure if you saw the photo of all of them sit, standing up there, but Steve Tish just looks like he does not want to be there. It's so funny. Really? It's hilarious. He's like he's already trying to like that. inch out of the photo. He's like <laughs> <laughs> I I did not know Dable had that many children. I, you know, it was interesting in his first interview um with the with uh the Giants, the New York Giants radio uh, play-by-play voice Bob Papa there we go voice you know the the name came to my head he was like what 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 does Dable do uh what, what does Brian Dable do in his free time and he like talked about them like in a while it took him to get there and I'm like when he was six children wouldn't that be the first thing that comes to your mind he's like you know uh, I like he's to, a busy uh, man I guess I like to spend time with my family my beautiful wife and like I also do have six children in the age range from three to 23 and I was like what <laughs> Where did that come from? And you could see, I think he said his son is actually an executive scout or uh, some, Penn State, some role yeah. with Penn State. Yeah, pretty cool. And uh, how he got to talk to Saquon Barkley. Right? He's met Saquon Barkley, I think. He's talked over the phone to Daniel Jones. He talked about developing a relationship with him. He wants to get Daniel Jones to figure out what, what ticks. He said ticks a lot, like what uh, makes him tick and uh, how that's going to be used it's the new right there. to help them. <laughs> at the quarterback position and and Dable I gotta admit I'm not a huge Brian Dable is not gonna win a Super Bowl yet but I did think he won over the press conference I did think he won over the press conference oh we've said these words before and it's not gone well (laughs) with his humor not his I'm gonna punch you in the mouth for 60 minutes he he did he did crack some jokes here and there he made fun of uh not made fun of but he said a Giants insider whoever came from there uh, he who had a thick, he dealt with the media well. New York accent. He he, he dealt, dealt with, with the, the media, media well. well. Yeah, I think he also tried to throw them off with the like. He's like, um, all right, uh, Brian. So for you, hey, hey, how are you? And he's like, uh, I'm good. Anyway, whether <laughs> he, I think he like that was a little bit of a tactic slash also like respectable, you know, re- respectful uh gesture to each media member when they asked a question. He said, Hey, how are you? Or Hey, how's it going? Um, and, and some people he recognized there, I know he said an especially or, or, or special hello to Kim Jones saying like, nice to see you again. And then it was also the NFL Network reporter who was there. Garofolo. Maybe it was Mike, Mike Garofolo. Look at you, Alex, with that memory. Big knowledge. And also what's funny, <laughs> I think we need to have some Dable, Kadarius, Tony dual press conferences together where they just bounce ideas off each other. You know, they talk about how the media are some clowns. 
It's just, you know, why not? We have actual news uh, coming out from Joe Shane. He said this was. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, I, I know the Talking Giants has the T-shirt and stuff. Did he? I don't think he actually said that. Right. Kadarius Tony said what media some clowns oh he did he tweeted it remember yeah that's the yeah. reference i always forgot i'm like he, i don't remember him saying it there you go all right just clearing that well up. but he doesn't express his plans to uh people he doesn't yeah, he know doesn't tell people. oh that guy's <laughs> he, he the best do that, huh? yeah all right, all right so here we go we got some news here joe shan actually said that the uh, assistant gm kevin abrams who people were calling for do not make him gm please don't do not stay in house, especially if you don't. If you stay in house, don't hire Kevin Abrams. They didn't do that. They went out of house. But Shane says he's going to remain as the assistant GM because he's been a tremendous resource for me. Shane already making some remarks about the assistant GM Kevin Abrams weeks into the job with the New York Giants. Same with the director of football operations Ed Triggs. Both Abrams and Triggs do a lot of work on personnel uh, in free agency and otherwise. John Mara. Oh, I'm not going to do that yet. That, that We got to save that for later. Um, we have Dable with a few other stuff. Alex, I don't know if you want to read that. I also want to go back to while. Abrams real quick. I, I Really? Unbelievable. Okay. What? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go I ahead. just had something else. Sh- uh, Shane also said that Abrams has offered to give up the assistant GM title if that's needed to lure someone else to join the front office. Uh, which seems like the most likely outcome with Shane bringing in someone he knows as his right-hand man, most likely post-draft, um, because that's kind of when Shane's going to be able to assemble his staff. Right now, we're too close to the offseason. We're right in the thick of things that we just don't have time to reassemble the whole staff. So a lot of people want a clean house. There's only so much of a house cleaning you can do uh, when the draft's only a couple months away and the Senior Bowl is just coming up this weekend. Yeah, I'm excited for the Senior Bowl. I'm very excited. Um, I, I don't... Yeah, and I don't know when this stuff is coming out uh, that we have getting going, but uh, again, more content on the Giant Take YouTube channel. Go subscribe. The Giant Take is, is the name of it, um, where we're going to be doing uh, you know draft content, I think even starting this week, hopefully, uh, with our top six QBs. Yeah, there should it should be out this week, so make sure to uh, check that video out. We're, we're excited. It was a really fun one yeah. uh, to record, and we'll have to figure out release date, but uh, stay tuned this week uh, for that. So let's go to Dable now uh, in this press conference. He said that it's a work in progress to decide who will call plays on offense, right? Not confirming if it's going to be him or the offensive coordinator that he hires, which he doesn't want to speak of yet. It will depend on the offensive coordinator. Uh, that That's what he said. Uh, Dable said to the reporters that that they are accurate in the pa- uh, Pat Graham saying as the defensive coordinator of the New York Giants. We already heard that um, from the clip that Alex played. Table, um, again, with that humor, um, talked to some media members uh, about different things, right? I said the New York accent to the giant insider. He also said to Matt Lombardo, apparently Matt Lombardo showed up a little late. He wasn't so happy about that. Uh, questioned it's him, unacceptable. didn't you come in late? It's unacceptable. And then Lombardo, <laughs> Lombardo responded with, a, you know, I was trying to get here in time, traffic, whatever. And he's like, oh, you're already making excuses, huh? Okay, I'll remember that. I'll remember that. Yeah, okay. Um there were also some bald and beard jokes being exchanged there as well. Um, as we know, all Giants Twitter has been talking about the, the beautiful beard that uh, that Brian Dable has. Uh, so there were some jokes from the media members about that. He also made a joke. He said, uh, this presser is going great as uh, my four-year-old has fallen asleep. Really good, guys. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. Um, and he said, at the end of the day, they know it's a result business. It's a, it's a results business. Uh, and quote, we know that's 
what it's going to come down to. That's really important for me. When I look at that quote, Joe Judge always talked about culture, this, that, and and Dable said a lot of the same, right? He wants to be a people's coach. You know, he wants to, he cares about the players as people. He wants to bring in the right people into this organization. But I think he also understands that the results are what really matters to this Giants fan base. It could be all well and good that, you know, the, all the players are having pizza parties every week, but if they're not putting, you know, results out on the field, that's going to be the problem. And it's good to know that Dable uh, acknowledges that. And we've seen throughout this process, whether it be Shane, whether it be Dable, whether it even be Mara, well, not so much Mara because he's impatient, but they've stressed patience with the fan base saying, you know, this is going to take time. We're in a hole. We got to figure this out. You know, we got to clear 40 million in cap space. That came out from Joe Shane. Uh, We'll talk about that probably in the next episode or two uh, about what the Giants could do for that uh, in terms of clearing all that cap space because that's a lot of cap space to clear. Um, and 40 million is quite a bit. You might be sacrificing some guys uh, that you maybe initially did not want to sacrifice. Um, but it was good to see that they're stressing patience and uh, hopefully we're going to get this done the right way. And that's the most important thing um, for this organization. We also have uh, something uh, from Brian Dable. He mentioned how he's done a lot of interviews, a lot of Zoom. He's done with Zoom. He's done like 40 hours of Zoom the last few days. He, all, he said that they've done a lot of uh, offensive coordinator interviews. He's going to keep them private for now. Although we do have some news about, um, what is it, um, Ken Dorsey, the Buffalo Bills QB coach and also coaching assistant because he was a front runner uh, for the Giants job. Actually, right when the Dable news got announced, if not 30 minutes to an hour later, the report already came out saying, oh yeah, he's, gonna, he's already getting signed uh, by the New York Giants to be their offensive coordinator. He's getting hired. Bobby Thompson, an NFL reporter, has been really spot on uh, with these, you know, with breaking news before it even happens. Um, he's been basically right for the Giants offseason so far in hiring process. He actually confirmed a week ago or it was a week ago or a few days ago saying that Pat Graham is going to say a defensive coordinator and he got that right. So he said here a few hours ago, he said the Bills are actively interviewing candidates for their vacant OC position indicating that Ken Dorsey will be taking the Giants OC position, as I previously uh, reported. Nothing official yet. And then he quote tweeted that saying, the Bills can still promote him, although the interviews they are conducting are to satisfy the Rooney rule, as I did not take into account. The Giants have offered Ken Dorsey a lucrative deal. So, and he said, the Rooney rule can be very confusing. If I got it wrong, I own up to it. I apologize for my mistakes. Uh, but everything I've reported comes from sources and the sources have been pretty good up to this point. So I do, I do trust that like he reported, Ken Dorsey has a very, very good chance of coming to this giant to, to the giants team, uh, you know, in their offensive coordinator role. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to see how these interviews go down with the OC who comes in. Cause that's certainly going to be important. And Joe Shane actually came out and said that he'd prefer that Brian Dable not call plays. Um, so that's a bit of an interesting thing, but he said the decision is ultimately down to Dable to decide that. Uh, so I think people are, some people are taking it a bit too extreme. It's just what Shane prefers. Dable can kind of do what he wants with that. Um, but you know, if you're bringing such a good offensive mind in, you probably want him calling plays. That's just my, it's my sense of it, but, uh, also to make the OC job more attractive, you might want to have, uh, someone who, you know, play calling abilities for that individual who comes in, maybe Ken Dorsey and for him to come, to the Giants, he wants play calling. 
uh, abilities. Maybe that's the case. Who knows? Finally, before we get to our final bit of just comedy from John Mara, while Giants GM Joe Shane will be on a flight to Mobile, Alabama, for the Senior Bowl tomorrow morning, Brian Dable won't be making the trip. He's instead focused on putting his staff together and getting settled in North Jersey, likely further along on staff than presently known, and that's from Art Stapleton. So Shane will be going down, assuming with a whole bunch of scouts, uh, would be my guess, but Brian Dable will not be. I know the Giants have taken the Senior Bowl very seriously in the past. That was under Gettleman, though. Who knows what uh, Joe Shane thinks. Obviously, it's important enough for him to go. I think pretty much every GM goes, but um, this will be interesting, and there's going to be lots of uh, hot prospects, uh, especially at the quarterback position uh, at the Senior Bowl. So it'll be interesting to see what Joe Shane and the scouts make of him. Interesting thing uh, that only Shane is going not able because I, from what I remember of last year, I want to say was Graham and Judge went to the Senior Bowl. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's just a key key piece of news to think about. Graham could still go, but I, I assume not because he's got some interviews to worry about, and also he's he's got some decisions to make in the upcoming days. Or teams have decisions to make about him, and he's also got a decision to make too uh, about you know, what his future holds, whether it's with the Giants or he wants to pursue another team. All right, so on our way out, um, we got John Mars' way of just spreading a little bit of joy, a little bit of laughter uh, in the Giants community and with reporters especially. They got a kick out of this one. So we all know the joke about the medium Pepsis right at the end of the season for Fan Appreciation Day. John Mars was like, oh, let's give these season ticket holders a little gift, a medium Pepsi. And if you have multiple season tickets, let's say you have four, you're only getting one for the whole PSL, right? I think that's what it was. So Mara, Mara obviously, as he scrolls through Giants Twitter on a day-to-day basis. On his burner account, which he definitely has. We know. It's like confirmed at this point. What it seems like, right? seems like he's got a burner account. He's scrolling through all of those, uh, all the Twitter feeds. Well, he he made a little joke today. He thought it would be funny to uh, mention that that Fan Appreciation Day gift that he gave to all his fans. Thanks, Mr. Mayor. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, there'll be a free Pepsi for you waiting on your... <laughs> 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 I'm going to meet you here. This is someone who thinks he made a very funny joke right there. He, yeah, he really thought that was so funny. He thought funny. it was like, so funny. You could see him chuckling. Re- someone really, whoever it was, really let out a big laugh there. They were, they were excited for that one. Just one last thing I want to end this episode off with, Alex. Your thoughts on this championship weekend. I, I would have to say it. I'll, I mean, I'll bring it up right now. I'm going to have to do it. I'm setting up the clip. Here's Alex's thoughts and my thoughts when it comes to the Bengals versus Chiefs game. I, I honestly, I have to do it. I'm sorry. I'm going to do the first game. I don't. There's no I way. do not care. Oh, there's no way. But I don't care. Chiefs Bengals. And you can tell by what Alex's reaction is the most overrated team in the NFL. Well, they're gonna they made it this far. 50. They made it this far. I have the Cincinnati Cincinnati Bengals winning this game. Not I, I it's just to prove Alex wrong if they do in fact win. That's really it. I think the Chiefs are the better squad. I can very much see them winning. Let's go, Bengals. Alex, you have the second game. We don't care about what Alex. You has got in lucky. The second game. Pat Mahomes. I choked. did not get lucky. Eli I Apple made a good play. 
You, they choked. You're lucky. The, <laughs> I said since the regular season. I said since the regular season that the Bengals, you have called them overrated, and I've rooted for them. So I don't know about luck. Wherever you're getting that from, your outer space, wherever you got luck from, the thing that went right over your head was the Bengals. Because they went right over your head and right to the Super Bowl in Los Angeles. I'll tell you that much. Bengals, Rams, the 49ers had a chance of winning that game, even with Jimmy Garoppolo not being a very good quarterback, to say the least. Odell Beckham making it to the Super Bowl. BJ Hill coming up big, making it to the Super Bowl. Same thing with Eli Apple. And Eli Apple went on a rant on Twitter calling out everyone possible. So we don't need to get into the specifics with that. But I'd just like to say it was a great weekend of football. A great win for the Cincinnati Bengals. Rooting for them in the Super Bowl 100%. So who are you picking for the Super Bowl? Who are you going to pick? We'll do it next week. But who are you picking? That's the real question. We're going to do it next week? Probably. Oh, yeah, we probably would. Yeah, Yeah, why would we do it this week? We Uh, could do our Pro Bowl Who day, Alex? What? Who, who day, Alex? Who day? Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Giant Take Podcast. Here's a few plugs before we get out of here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and TikTok, the Giant Take Pod. Instagram and Facebook, the Giant Take Podcast. Uh, you can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Also go to shipitstudios.com slash a giant take on there is all the places where you can listen and watch. Subscribe to the Giant Take on YouTube. Drop a like on all of our most recent content. Give us your thoughts in the comments of what you think of the videos, what we talked about, your thoughts on the Giants currently, all that good stuff. And then you could follow Alex on Twitter at Anoin23. I am on Twitter at Joshua29. And again, Alex, take us out. Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode of the Giant Take Podcast. And we'll see everyone next time uh, with another episode. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.